business this morning. We're glad you're here. Grab your handbooks now. Stand to your feet. Let's all rejoice this morning. Brother Ken's going to come lead us. Let's stand and sing together. Brother Ken. Amen. Grab your red book this morning. Red back hymnal this morning. Hymn number 333. I'll fly away. We'll do all three verses this morning. That's hymn number 333. Y'all sing out. Some glad morning when this life is over. I'll fly away.
that each part would honor our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. We ask that you would lead in the main of the song service day that it would honor our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And then for every word that's sung today and every word spoken, we just pray that thy will would be done. And Father, in Jesus' name, we ask that you would seek out and save lost sinners today. We know that salvation is holy of you, that only you can save. We know that it's not your will that any should perish. You have no pleasure in the death of the wicked. And Father, again, in Jesus' name, we just ask that you would speak to that heart today. Anyone here that's lost, we pray that today will be the day of their salvation. And Father, for those of us saved, we pray that you'll speak to our hearts. It'll be a time today that we'll worship you. You are a great God and greatly to be praised. And you said, let everything that have breath praise you. And we, you've given us that breath today. And just help us to have a time of worship and praise you today. And for each one here that has family members that are lost, we pray for their salvation. We pray that you would seek out and save those family members that are lost. And for every prayer request, we know there's heavy burdens on hearts today and problems and troubles. And Father, for those of us saved, you know all about us. You always know and you always care. We pray that you'll answer each prayer request according to your will. Thank you again for all your love, all your blessings. And again, in Jesus' name, we ask you would seek out and save lost sinners today, not only in this service, but everywhere the gospel's preached. Father, again, thank you for loving us so much and giving your son to come to this earth to die for us. Thank you for the privilege of prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. You can be seated this morning. Before Brother Scott sings this, let me ask you a question. How many of you as believers uh, can look back over your past and say God's been good to you? Amen. Well, would you listen to this song? Because if he took care of you in the past, that's a promise that your present will be just as well cared for as well. You listen to Brother Scott as he sings. Past is a promise. I hope it will bless your heart. This 
worst song you ever wrote. Give me that mic, buddy, because I don't spit all over this one. This is he'll roll you over the tide. You can tell us how the Lord gave you that song. Yeah. I never written a song before. I just written short stories and poems and things like that. But my mother had a promise from God when my brother was fifteen and he left home that I'm bringing him home and I'm going to use his life. Well, he brought him home, but he didn't use his life. 10, 15 years passed, 20 years passed, and God gave me that burden. I didn't want it. I'd never had it for my brother because Mama had a promise. Why did I have to worry? When God gives Mama a promise, there's no need to worry. But it was one I got up with and I went to bed with, and this particular night I not slept one wink. I had just prayed and I was prayed out I didn't know anything else to ask I went to the storm door that morning I said God how can it be so beautiful in your world when it's so dark and he said I promised your mother I would roll him over the tide that came from a little church of God woman who just constantly every day would come down to the house and try to strengthen mother she knew what they were going through as a pastor and a pastor's wife. Now, Miss Miss Eulalia, God will roll you over the tide. God will roll you over the tide. <laughs> I told the Lord if he can't do anything with him, I can't do anything either. So it's just a lost cause. And that's when he spoke to me. I'll roll him over the tide. I went to my piano and I, I just put a pen in it and I yielded that hand to the paper and I wrote 12 lines as fast as you can write. 12 lines. I don't know how long I shouted that day, but I, I, made, I just made loops and loops and loops and loops for a long, long time. And it wasn't but a few weeks till he was out on a country road waiting for his buddies to drink liquor and play, play cards all weekend. But they didn't show up. But Ron says the dearest friend I ever had got in the car with me. Something happened that night, and it, it's been holding for about 45 years, so I think it's, it's going to work. <laughs> He'll row you over the tide. It took 20 years for that promise to come to fruition. Don't give up. Don't give up. Amen. I don't know what you're facing this morning, but I know somebody that can sure take care of it. You've never prayed a prayer he can't answer. So if God speaks to you this morning, we got some visitors here. I want to say to you, this altar is always open. You don't have to wait to the end of the service here to make your way. If there's something special on your heart that you need to come talk to the Lord about it, you just come on right now while the choir sings. He'll roll you over the time. Yeah. 
How many of you understand that the one area where Satan battles you the most is the prayer closet? He understands and he recognizes and he knows that he faces his greatest match when you grow to the throne room of prayer. If you're like me, you can sit down to do your Bible study and things will progress just fine. But you try to get on your knees and start praying and he starts throwing everything and anything at you. But I'm so glad this morning that he is no match for our Lord and Savior. Boy, I love the words to this old song. It just says, I can still pray through. You listen to Marcia as she sings.
sing a song, you don't tell her no. Amen. So we'll do one more this morning. This is a beautiful, beautiful song. She wrote me. Do you, do you have a story behind it, Kyla? Can you tell us? <laughs> Most of my stories are, are my, my mother lived with Bob and me for the last 20 years of her life and God placed her there to give me songs and to give me uh, lessons every day on faith and growing in grace and everything that I would need to equip me to be what I needed to be but I, I had been praying for this one thing for months and uh, I went in to give her her morning meds and just uh, low as I could go no prayer didn't want to pray didn't want to talk to the Lord and she said you're still worried about that I said well mother I just give up he's not answering and he, I don't think he's even hearing anymore she said well I believe I've got an answer for you she said I, I know a judge and I believe if we can get into his chambers this morning, I believe he will make an executive decision in your favor. <laughs> and we didn't even have to go before she even bowed that little head and closed that one big blue eye. She just had one. <laughs> Honey, victory had already come. <laughs> so when she began to pray, we just started thanking him for what he was doing. Isn't it wonderful? Oh, before I walked into that room I was so burdened I didn't want to face the day but just in an instant everything changed because we got into the Amen. judges chambers Run. 
thank you so much this morning. I hope your heart's already been blessed and we're just getting started. We didn't come to leave, we came to worship this morning. Let me give you some quick announcements and reminders of what we're doing today. Of course, this is the sixth anniversary of SAGBC, our combined churches. Hard to believe six years the Lord's given us. It feels like it's just happened so quickly, but I appreciate your faithfulness to our ministry here that the Lord's allow us to have together, and we're going to have a good time celebrating today. Of course, after the services, we'll have a catered meal for you downstairs. Uh, we'll take care of all of that and those announcements at the end of the service. A reminder, no evening services tonight because we're just coming here to relax and enjoy our day today. A couple of other quick reminders. I've given you some calendar updates in your bulletin. I won't go through all of those, but what's happening in the month of May and June with our various graduation ceremonies happening here. And then we've got a couple of uh, senior trips that are getting ready to happen and some other things. That's also in your bulletin. As always, our sign-up sheet is over here in our postal area. So senior adults, our senior saints, if you want to go with us uh, up to Withful to see the uh, dinner theater production there of Then Sings My Soul a tribute to gospel music. You make sure you sign up over here. And then also those of you ladies that are he heading out to Women's Mountain Retreat. Miss Kyle will talk to you a little bit more about that. Dr. Godwin, among the speakers there, will be uh, speaking with uh, Kyle and some others. Uh, that sign-up information is also available to you. And again, uh, uh, if you're interested in our online tithes and offerings, that is now available. The instructions are in your directory, and you can take care of your tithes and offerings in about five seconds. So if you're interested in availing yourself to that, you make sure you take advantage of it. All right, uh, ushers, come on down this morning, if you would, Anna and the others that are singing with you. You all come get ready. Mind the Lord with his tithes uh, and your offerings, uh, and God will bless you this morning as, as uh, Renee and the other ladies were uh, preparing to uh, uh, come up with the theme for this conference. Uh, this is a song. Kyla didn't write this one, but boy, it's a good one. It's a song that just kept permeating their minds. It's a reminder that as we wind this thing up, it's important that we finish well. You listen now as they sing. Father, bless the offering today. Lord, we love you, and we're sure glad to be in your house. May it be what you'd have it to be in Christ's name. Amen.
bold and full of faith. So wherever he may lead us, whatever it may cost, let the church arise and lift the banner of the cross. Finish well. Every day that we are given, finish well. For the glory of His name, finish strong. Until the Savior finally calls us
folks, as you're making your way back to your seats this morning, let me give you one more quick announcement before we just turn these folks loose and uh, bless our hearts quickly. Teens and young adults, teens and young adults, this coming Saturday is your servant Saturday. I think most of you know about this. Uh, several senior citizens in our church, uh, we're going to help out some projects around their homes. So uh, meet here at the church at 10 a.m. Brother Ken is looking for one adult per team that can help with that. Do they need to see you, Brother Ken, if they can help with that? Adults, if you can help Brother Ken and the crew of young folks, you make sure you speak to them. Aren't you glad to see Kyla Rowland and Deliverance with us this morning? Amen. We love these folks so dear to our hearts. What a terrific blessing they were all weekend, and we're excited to hear them this morning. So you sit back and relax and enjoy the service. Miss Kyla. It was a morning of the third day The women found the stone was rolled away An angel told them he has risen Come and see where Jesus lay I see Mary in the garden She met Jesus there that day He said, go tell them I have risen And when she found him I can almost hear her say He's alive, the tomb is empty that stone is rolled away. There is nothing left but great clothes. Death could not make him stay. I believe it, though I've not seen him. For my heart burns deep inside. Jesus conquered death. Praise God, he 
Jesus third day and we've got a third day coming it's symbolic of his resurrection that's when he comes to call us home I'm looking forward to it more every day it's my age you know and things get a little clearer as you get older heaven gets sweeter you get lonesome in this world and you just want to see him and you just want to rest but while I'm here, I'm going to do everything I can to glorify God, to lift up his son, and to make sure that my life is pleasing to him so that he can anoint me with the oil from heaven. I hope you enjoy this little song. It'll be our third day, mine and yours.
Robin and I happened to step on it one day and sung it with him. Oh, he got, oh, listen, Pap can get vicious sometimes. <laughs> and we have never stepped on his solo anymore. You know, God's got a plan for everything. He doesn't think about it. He doesn't speculate or guess what he's going to do. He knows exactly what he's going to do. He wanted to form a nation from his own people. So he had Joseph kidnapped, taken to Egypt. There was a land over there that was just perfect to build a nation out of Jacob's 12 sons. And then he sent a famine in the land. And the only corn you could find was in Egypt. So the rest of his family came. He had to arrange it that way. And he formed that nation called the Jewish nation. Well, it was time for them to move on and move out of Egypt. And when they did, you know the story so well. You've heard it time after time after time. They stood at the edge of the Red Sea. And between them and the other side was an ocean. And they didn't have a boat. Behind them was Pharaoh and his army, which was a very revered army. On one side was an impassable mountain range, and on the other side that was a desert that was just uncrossable. But God had a plan. On this side of that Red Sea, everywhere they looked to the east, the west, the north, and across the sea, there was no hope except in him. And so his servant, Moses, was obedient. He told him to take his rod, strike the water. And that's the way it was when Elijah and Elisha finished well. They came to the Jordan. Elijah's time was almost up and Elisha was going to take over. Elijah had taught him all that he needed to teach him. But they needed to get across the Jordan because Elijah had an appointment with God over there. He was about to take him home. He had, he had the chariot ready, he had the whirlwind ready. Everything was in place, but they had to get across the Jordan. And up on the hill were 50 students from the School of Prophets. How wonderful that those young men got to witness two of the greatest prophets in the Old Testament. And they got to see when God came down and took Elijah. But I bet those prophets were up there wondering how they're going to get across this Jordan River. <laughs> it was no problem for God. That's the way it was at Calvary. He had been condemned. He had been sentenced. He was going to die. And there was no hope. In fact, the two disciples on the road to Emmaus had given up. When a stranger joined them on the way home to Emmaus, they said, well, haven't you heard all the doings up in Jerusalem? 
just like he was gone forever and there was absolutely no hope. Well, on this side of Calvary, there was no sign of hope except prophecy. But on this other side, he said, you tear this temple down and raise it up on the third day. They didn't get it. But that's exactly what happened on that third day. It was over. It was just over. How does that apply to you? When you go into a closet of prayer or when I would go into mother's little part of the house, so many days that I had no hope, didn't want any hope because I was just tired, just tired. And somehow and some way she would say just the right thing and she would pray just the right prayer and though victory hadn't come to fruition, my miracle may have been a long way from coming, but it was as good as done. On this side of prayer, it is hopeless. What are you going to do? You do the one thing that you think might work. And you get in the closet and you battle Satan a while, and you get him out of that closet. But let me assure you that this will encourage your heart this morning. Satan can certainly go into the room with you. He can get in the closet with you. But when you reach heaven, when your prayers reach the throne of grace, Satan cannot stand on holy ground, and he has to flee. So don't worry about this side of a prayer. Just get in the closet, get rid of Satan, and honey, pray your victory down. Pray your miracle down prior to prayer.
message in the ladies' meeting. It is my life. Somebody go get God. Somebody go get God. It's amazing what he will do for the humble heart bowed helplessly before him. A helpless heart and a broken heart has no choice but to lean on someone stronger than they are. That's why he wants us to come to him. America has a great chance right now. We as Christians have a great chance right now. I know that these problems are going to come. I know that our loved ones are going to get sick. We're going to get in financial trouble. I know that our children and our grandchildren are going to disappoint us and they're going to hurt us. Very painful. Very painful. But if you just go get God. I learned that the hard way, the real hard. I wish I could learn. I wish I could read it out of the Word of God and just accept it as truth and walk on like it's already done. But I tried to raise my boy by myself. I tried. Oh, I thought I was giving him to God because I went to every altar. Everywhere we sung, I was always at the altar giving him to God. When you give them to God... When you start building that wall around your children or around your loved one, whatever your problem is, you only have to do it one time. That burden will, you'll just feel it going from your heart to his, from your hand to his. There'll be a relief. There'll be a release. And from that point on, you don't pray anymore. You just praise him for what he's doing. Just waiting for the day that he brings your miracle. But you do every day in total victory and assurance that he's going to come. And he's going to do it. Took me a lot of years to learn that. But when I got it, I got it real good. I really did. Somebody go get God. Oh, somebody. 
Ushers, I want y'all to come down this morning. This is a beautiful old Kyla classic song, and I sure love it. They sung it yesterday. We're going to do an offering for them. I want you to give as generously as you can. But I want you to listen real carefully to this. When you look back over your life and you think about what God's done in your life, there has to be one word that pops into your mind, and that's the word grace. If you know how you've made it thus far, it's all because of grace. I love this song. I want it to bless your heart. I know how I made it. Lord, bless the offering. Thank you for Kyla rolling in deliverance. Lord, I pray that you bless them as they make their way down the road. We love them, and we thank you for loving us in Christ's name. Amen. Take off.
page 97, Ken. I want everybody to stand to your feet this morning. If you were with us last Sunday morning, page 97, buddy. I uh, told you the story behind this song. The songwriter, precious young girl, was only 37 years old when she wrote it. She said that she was standing doing her regular household chores, and she was suddenly overcome by the incredible need she had just for the Lord Jesus Christ. It was an ordinary day, nothing special, nothing spectacular. But she said she paused there in her kitchen and was just overcome by the need of Jesus Christ. So she wrote those words that we sing so often at invitation, I need thee every hour. I need thee every hour. She said 40 years later, when she stood beside the grave of her husband, those words came back to her and she really began to deeply ponder what she didn't understand as a 37-year-old housewife, but she understood as an 80-year-old widow. Lord, I need thee every hour. I need thee. I want you to bow your heads and close your eyes with me this morning. I'm going to ask you two simple questions. There's a lot of folks that have already moved. If there's anybody here this morning that would say, Pastor Greg, my family, we're, we're facing something. And our only solution, our only answer this morning is found. Lord Jesus Christ, pray for us. We need the Lord this morning. Something special. I see a lot of hands going up. I appreciate your honesty. Before Brother Ken sings the first note, everybody that raised your hand, why don't you make your way down to this old altar this morning? You say, Pastor, if I do that, somebody will see that I need something. My soul, son, we all need something from the Lord. Who cares what somebody thinks? Why don't you step out and make your way to this old altar? I'm going to ask you one more question. Is there anybody here that would just be honest and say, Pastor, the main thing I need this morning is salvation. If I died today, I don't know where I'd spend eternity. Pray for me. Nobody's looking. Lord, I, I'm not sure I'm saved this morning. Pray for me, Pastor. I'm not going to embarrass you, but I want to pray for 